Okay, it's that time again, everybody. Welcome on in. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And you're listening to Black Girl Brunch. How are you today? I'm feeling so much better right now. I don't know why I asked you that like it was a job interview. I said, how are you today? <laughs> but I'm happy you're feeling better today. Yeah, I know, because my morning started off like, I don't know. I was, I felt like I was deserted. <laughs> I know, I hate that. Like, just feeling, like, alone and just, like, in a pissy mood. It's just terrible. Yeah. Well, my, my day was okay. It was a Tuesday, you know? It's yeah. not, it wasn't exciting. But um, I watched Orange is the New Black, like, the whole thing. I'm so mad that I have not finished it. Usually, I would have finished it. I know. You're always ahead of me when I'm watching it. But now I kind of just feel empty. Like, you know that feeling you get when you're done binging, when you just feel, like, empty. And nobody is talking to me about it. Like, I feel like nobody yeah, has watched I it. I don't got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, Not clearly. a damn thing. Well, when you do watch it, please come back to me. Because I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, I got notes on, like, my notepad. And, like, shit, like, points I want to bring up with you. So, you, we, uh-uh, and we need to talk about it on the show. But yeah, for sure. We are so excited today because it is our fourth show. And four just happens to be one of our favorite Beyonce albums. Like, it's it, it's a masterpiece. It really, really is. It is. And also, like, if you know Beyonce, that's her favorite number. As surprisingly, she's always surrounded by fours. It's very creepy, actually, <laughs> how she set that up. And also, uh, with four, it was the first album where Matthew kind of got his hand out of her business. Mm-hmm. And it was when she was on her way to being who she is now. Exactly. And just somebody who didn't care about being commercial, somebody who just was like, fuck everything. So in honor of Fora being our favorite album and this being our fourth show, me and Sabria decided to put together our four favorite Beyonce songs. So you go first. Well, my this was, first of all, this was very hard. So <laughs> please take yeah. this with a grain of salt. Please, Do not yeah. give me hell for it. But these are the songs that when I think about and I'm going off and I'm singing every lyric to, like, mm-hmm. and I'm just in my feelings, either good or bad, these are the songs. So I had to go, number one, Resentment. Mm. That oh my God. song. I was going to put that on my list, but I was like, ugh, you know how I feel about this shit. Exactly. Because like she barely performs it, but what she does, please. Like, that song, I felt it in my, <laughs> in my gut. Like, I felt that. Also, another one, That's Why You're Beautiful. Oh yeah, that's a that, that's a good one. That, I forgot about that one. That is one of my favorite songs. Like sometimes, like I gotta admit, and Beyonce would be really disappointed in me. Sometimes I dedicate that song to niggas that's not shit, <laughs> but it's because I be wanting that feeling. Yeah, no, I but get you. now that song is reserved. It's only reserved for somebody special. So I'm not handing those lyrics out to nobody unless they are special. Mm-hmm. Also, my third favorite song. This is now. This is when I started freaking out when I was getting to the third and the fourth. Like yeah, the last one. The, oh my god, the <sighs> school in life. That <laughs> that's on my list too. Okay, I've got okay. I gotta blur it now. I can't even wait my turn. School, <sighs> school in life. Like that song make me like the beat. Like the words she be like. I'm like yes. Like Michael. Michael Jackson is alive. He would be so proud of her. He would be so proud of. But I thought she was like twenty seconds from being like chum on. Like I'm like wow, she really. <laughs> she can't say that's not that's not an influence for that song. Yes, but yeah, that's a good that's a a great song. It's so upbeat. It makes me feel like it makes me want to go back to school. Yeah, absolutely. And even I, though it has nothing really to do with school, yeah. it's almost anti school. But it know. is. But um, also number four, check up on it. That That's song, your shit. yes, that song and that video, like, I just feel like she made that for me. Like, I know she didn't, but I'm gonna say that Beyonce made that for me. And when she performs it, those dance moves, that's for me. That's yeah. how I feel. That's a good for. That really yeah. is. And I, I feel like I knew it at least. I knew Checker Bono was gonna be on your list. But yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really shocked about School in Life. I really am. Oh, I love that song so much. Well, that's my number one favorite <laughs> Beyonce song. Like I love that song, especially when she say I'm a freak. Out like yes, so am I. Like I get it. And like Beyonce just don't. I, I believed her when she said she was a freak. I believed uh, her. Yeah, but like not even freak in the sense of a sexual sense. 
I felt like she was like like being like a funky freak. Like you know yeah. how like Bruno Mars be like exactly. I'm funky. I'm free. Yeah. or like Prince stuff exactly. like that. Like that's well, I meant it sexually, but I know. <laughs> I also mean it every way and every yeah. way. Like I'm just a freak. Like I'm gonna do what I want, and it's just like she made you um, just think about every age of your life. It's for everybody. Exactly. That song is for everybody. Um, my second favorite, my number two is going to be One Plus One. Oh, that's a good one, and that's a beautiful video. <sighs> that too. song is beautiful, especially when she said, "Just when I ball up my fist, I realize." Yes, that lyric. You live right next to me. I was like, yes, man, because I'll be ready to fight sometimes. And I'm like, what am I upset about? And it's it's just, that's how you know what's real. When you're ready to fight somebody for even, just because you be thinking about them leaving and you or I going somewhere. remember vividly when that video first came out because I was just like, I was like, what is going on? Like, she was like all glistening. She was like in a tub of flowers. She had cheetah print. Yeah. She had her little perla on. That's what I'm I saying. Like, and this was on four. This one she was like, no, 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 no. Sultry. Exactly. Sultry. Not commercial. Sultry. Like, yeah, because that is such a good song because I, I just remember the feeling when I first saw that video. It was just like and then I felt like I was speechless yeah, after. Yeah, I was 100% speechless. Um, my set, my third is going to be Sweet Dreams. Like, that yeah, is a, a very underrated Beyonce song. Like, that is. When she hit that, my guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite uh, Beyonce dance moves. And you know what? That's one of my favorite Beyonce dance moves. And when I was losing weight, like, that song really got me through that first 5, 10 pounds because, like, I just... You can't give up when that is happening. Like yes. when that song is going on in your And it makes you want to do the whole choreography. Like you don't care how silly you look. Like you just want to like swing your hair. And, exactly. Like, and be, wear no pants. Arms. You yep. want to wear no pants doing it. So A bodysuit. Absolutely. Or just like if you don't have a bodysuit, just take your pants off. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that'll definitely do the trick. And my last one, again, this is so hard. Like I feel like I should have a top ten at least. So yeah, please do not say this one. Because like <laughs> yeah, this, not was, fair. this was very hard grown woman oh yeah that is my shit like because i think when i became a grown woman it wasn't like a evolution mm-hmm. i became a grown woman on my 21st birthday mm-hmm. i can remember the moment where i looked at myself and i'm like bitch i am grown <laughs> i'm still waiting for that moment I but am grown but I really felt that, yeah. And especially in the video, yeah. everything, it's just, oh my gosh. Yeah, right. And it reminded me of the Pepsi commercial when she looked at herself in the mirror yeah. and just was like, bitch, and, and I can then, take Sasha Fierce, Beyonce. I could take Crazy in Love, Beyonce. Yeah, that was take, a very crazy commercial. That's when I knew Beyonce was a She's little, a freak. Yeah. Oh, also, I just wish she would have made a video for School in Life. Like, I don't I understand why she would do that. Like, I feel like I could have not had a video for... Um, why won't you love me? And I could have had a video. That's very Why true. won't you love me? I feel like she keeps trying to force that song on us. Yeah, me too. That, she's trying to force that. Look. Not that I'm uh, not that I'm not okay with anything <laughs> Beyonce does. Uh, just putting that. Up and there. I think she's trying to force that look too. Yes, yeah, like that, I that get you like look. that era, but we want you know school and life. That could have yeah. been so fucking fun. Yeah, oh my gosh. But yeah, guys, um, that was our top four. Please don't again. That was just I don't even know why we thought that was a good idea. That was actually quite. That was terrible. That was. I didn't even have fun. (laughs) So, all right, we're moving into tea time now. And this week, we have a lot of cool stuff happening with, you know, the BET Awards. But before we get into all the mess, we just want to talk about one of our faves doing something super, super cool and being an advocate in a way that a lot of people didn't know. Um, Rihanna recently tweeted all these world uh, leaders Mm -hmm. in an effort to promote, like, global education. And it just was so, it was such a simple but cool way to publicly advocate for, like, education. Exactly. And also that's very important. And I really liked it because I remember, like, a few years ago or whatever, um, well, especially when, like, Rihanna first started coming into herself, she said, like, I don't want to be a role model because, you know, people were all scrutinizing her and things like that. And it's also, like, you know, it's kind of hard being in the spotlight and not being a role model Mm because I see her as a role because she's like one of the first you know black women that I saw as like a rock star that's like a relatable and a lot of people don't see her as a rock star Mm -hmm. but I really see her as one and like the fact that she is like being more charitable um she has the I was I think it's a diamond ball yeah she has that and then doing this like she did something with scholarships last year so yeah and she's like kind of low-key with it but when she does it it just makes me so happy because education is so important and a lot of people 
take it for granted because sometimes I don't even think that, like, I thought it was hard going, getting on the 40 bus to go right. to school. But some people have to, like, you know, get oh through palms and things like that. I saw a documentary like and on Netflix where niggas was literally getting on horses and shit to get to school. Like, it And was I didn't really, even want to really get rough. on the 40 Sorry, it's just crazy to think about. But and it's just Rihanna's attitude towards like men. She doesn't give a fuck. Like she literally tweeted global leaders like, "Hey yo, what you doing for education?" Yeah. Hey yo, okay. I don't care what suit you wear. I don't care what press press conference you're exactly. in. What are you doing? Is what is it not important to you? And I know that probably had them shook because they probably didn't think like right. Re- Two of like, them responded back. She's a pop star. She's a pop star, and you know what? With the attention that she put on it, put on them, the spotlight that she put on them, they had to answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, education is important to me. Okay, well, then prove it. What you going to do for these poor kids? Exactly. Where's that money? Where's that coin? Where's the shmoney? Mm-hmm. So good for you, Rihanna. We're so happy that you can show that you don't have to be a role model in the way that, you know. Traditional sense. Be a role model in the way that you're comfortable, but just make sure that you're helping somebody mm-hmm. and you're doing something with your spotlight. Especially when you had that, that uh, platform. Because, you know, if, when you had that platform, it's a lot of good things that you can do. And it's important to use it that way. So thank you, Rihanna. Um, And now we're going to move into the mess. Uh, We're going to talk about the BET Awards. <laughs> so Sabria and I, like, sat together, and we watched the BET Awards, and we were so ready for some mess to happen, but it was yeah. a relatively smooth show. I know, because we tried to live tweet, but I'm like, it's really nothing happening like that it was just like um, it was very lackluster i feel like they knew we wanted the live tweet for the yeah. mess and so they because even it just wasn't just us as people that normally i know that live tweet that it was just kind of like you know it wasn't yeah. as you know it was like a snoozer palooza for it me was. like i was just like but uh. the crazy part is all the mess happened after, after. all them because the niggas was just sipping on henny all night and then that shit start brewing up when they got out of there yeah but you know and it happened before too so all the mess happened before the BET awards and after yeah and we will get to that but i just kind of wanted to talk about the whack performances that i honestly <laughs> think we like all of us could have like did without and that's Trey Songs, Maxwell, and Chris Brown because they did the shit that they do every single year. I was just year. about to say that these niggas have been doing the same shit since I was in diapers. They always <laughs> been they've been doing the same. It's not like they've been working off the same album. Especially for Trey Songs. Yeah, and especially Chris Brown. I mean, Maxwell, he old, so like I can. I can his be, sound is his sound. Exactly, <laughs> and that's what he's comfortable with. A woman's with. worth is who he is. Exactly, but, and a nigga gonna hit a high note. He going to twirl. He going to talk and about love. And he going to hit it with like, poop, poop, poop. He going to say, like, he going to hit you with it. <laughs> That's exactly. what he going to do. And, I mean, if if Maxwell ever was like, listen, baby. I was like, whoa. Exactly. Maxwell, you've got so my you know attention. what? It was whack, but I'm going to be comfortable with that. But Trey Songz and Chris Brown, like, These they're young. They're still in their 20s. Like, exactly. y'all got they're... so much more to give. And also. Is Trey Songz still in the 20s? I actually don't know. I don't. I think he, he might is. as well be. He might as well be 27 forever. Because that's what he act like. Exactly. And the thing that I can't t- take is, what's what the heck do uh Chris Br- Team Breezy always be like y'all don't want him to win he doesn't want himself to win first of all I can tell you right now what Chris Brown's gonna do at next year at BET Awards okay? exactly he gonna get on the stage he gonna have a leather jacket on he gonna have some skinny jeans and some sunglasses and he gonna have some like glasses and he, and he gonna talk about a like girl getting space. wet for him yep. he gonna be like get wet for me baby and he gonna <laughs> spin around he gonna pop like his shoulders gonna move or up and down he gonna talk about a party yeah, my nigga love house parties. And the <laughs> only thing that's going to change about nigga. him is his hair. Okay? That's exactly. the only that's thing. That's the only thing change. he changed. That, yeah, he, he, he definitely got me fucking beat there. I don't know if he's going to have braids. He I don't, don't change his fade. attitude. He don't change his music. But the nigga will change his hair. He will change his hair and, his, I mean, the color, everything. Exactly. I'm like, why don't you open up in every facet of your life like that? Oh, and his bitch. He going to change that too. Oh, yeah. He going to change his bitch and his hair. And that's it. He's still going to be... The same cranky ass nigga. <laughs> you know what? And I swore we wasn't going to spend no time on the wack niggas, but let me just talk about Trey Songz real quick. <laughs> like, first of all, like, why would you come to the BET Awards without a haircut? Exactly. Like, it's I not did even your cool. 4C. Like, you know, I can relate, but this nigga just... He looked like Mr. Glass from Unbreakable. <laughs> like, he just... Like, the thing is, if you're going to do that whole... Like, when Jay-Z Wolf... Jay-Z looks so good. Same thing with, but like, Kanye West. look like... 
He, he looked dirty. He looked like after he's spending at your house, he wake up, he'd be like, oh, babe, you got a dollar. <laughs> like, he looked like he, he like, would ask. you order me an Uber? Um, I'm waiting for my He'd be like, oh, my phone. Yeah, or, or he'd be like, my phone don't work. I don't got the app on my phone. I hate when niggas say they don't have the Uber app on their phone. Yeah. Get it. Just get that shit got, like I We did. got time. Just sit here. You can even get an Uber when you don't have money. You can That's get a Lyft. Thing. Let's when just say Uber ain't working money. for you. You can still get it when you don't have money. Wait, how so, the fuck you can do that? You can, but you like, you know, it's like the thing when you like, you know how you, you get gas. And you oh, money credit, and like credit. That. Okay. Good to That's know a little, for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> for a broke friend. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, uh-uh. I'm just, I'm not for him looking like, like, a, you got some change as nigga. Like, you have, you can afford to do better. Yeah, he looked like he needed some change. Like, in the morning, he, it's like he wakes up at like 1130 in the morning. <laughs> And ask you for change. And you like, what? Yeah. Or he already takes the change, right? Right, see. exactly. But then, then he'd be like, time. do you have some change? And you yeah. like, I swore I had some on that fucking end. He'd be like, you know what? It's all right. He's like, it's cool. It's cool. I just wanted to know if you were okay with giving that change up if you had that <laughs> yeah. change. <laughs> but, um, all right, enough of them niggas. But let's move on to the good now. Okay, so Miko's, first of all. I love them I got, so I love much. their set. Like, somebody said it. They are the most creative rap group that we have right now. Like, they, they really are, are so creative. Their set, like that snow with the puffer coats. and Is that I need that coat that Quavo had on, like, or I can't start my winter. On, right? Yeah, he had the light on. I cannot start my winter no, right winter if I'm in can't start coat. if you don't have exactly. it. Exactly. If I don't have that coat, I'm in the house. Exactly. <laughs> No, winter cannot begin. Exactly. It will remain fall until I get that shit. Until I get that coat. And I like how they be acting like a group. Like, they match. Yeah, you know, I love niggas be like, that. I don't want to match. No, I, that's, that's no. some punk ass shit. So what? <laughs> like, you a group, nigga match. Exactly. And their hair match. It's funny because I was watching my mom, and she saw a bald head guy get on stage with them, and she said, he not amigos. <laughs> no, and I said the same thing. I yeah. said, who is he? Who's him? Because everybody got locks or, you know... The, uh, yeah, they all got locks. Right. Now, if you want to be different, go get you some glasses, get a bracelet, do something like that. But exactly. you want to have some locks, and the shirts are going to match. Because I was like, yeah, who that boy is, nigga? Mm-mm. But I think he's like just, you know, crew love. Yeah. But, okay, we're going to move on to Tamar now. Tamar? I live for Tamar. And, like, she's somebody <laughs> that, like, I, I love her. And I know that the only thing I want her to do is calm down a little bit. Like, I don't even want like, her to Like, sometimes her, her stuff that she be saying, like, her little comeback and stuff, it's funny, but sometimes I'll be like, all right, Tamar, like, it's too much. Like, let your sisters live. Because sometimes she be letting her That's what I'm saying, though. If you don't it. let your sisters live, you ain't letting nobody live. This is who she is. She, it is who she Tamar is. Tamar is who she is. She's an asshole. Love, like, I love Tamar. And just like I love um, Kanye West and he an asshole, I love her and she an asshole. And, yeah, that's very true. But her cheekbones were looking, like, specifically high. Exactly. And, like, like who her, lifted her? Her makeup was everything. Her, um, I Am Kevin Wade did her makeup, which I'm so proud of him because uh, me and my mom have been following him on Instagram for a while now and he is just he's like on top right now like he's done Tamar's makeup a few times and it looks flawless yeah it did look it. great like she it looked her great. skin looked like wax like yes, it was it so, so smooth nice. and perfect and the highlight just was like it was her face it and I loved her makeup. hair I loved her hair yeah that platinum I want her to do that more often yeah that was too. and she just her body was right I don't know if she's still with Augustina Fitness or not but oh, yeah. somebody has got mama in shape and yeah. I like it like she, she looks great, great. So next, we're gonna just move on to Yara, our little cousin Yara, because Yara, Sh- Yara Shahadi. You know, I feel like I don't have to call her <laughs> last name because that's my family. But but I just wanted to put her name like you know on the map. But when she she on the map when she gave a shout out to Tamar and Rice on his birthday, I'm like yes, like I just wanted to scream. I'm Who like, else did that? that exactly. Who like, else said that? That's, Rice? How, that's like, what the I'm talking about. The youth like. You got to just let these people know, like, okay, you can have fun with your little fidget spinners and your <laughs> highlights popping or whatever, but it's off. important to <laughs> talk about the cause, you know? Yes. And no, that seriously. girl, she is going to Harvard this fall. Yara is going to always be... Yara be making me feel like I'm too petty. Because I'm I like, know. She makes me feel so young, oh, shit. Like, all I want to do is have fun, and here she is going But to she is, like... Like, just like Willow Smith, they are, like, they be putting me down with some stuff. I'm like, oh, I ain't know exactly, that was happening. Exactly, Like, she just knows who she is, and I'm I'm just, like, 
I'm proud of her. Like when she won that award, just uh, did you see the gift that people have been making of her? Oh like, yeah, that was so funny. that was so funny. <laughs> that face is so cute. She made. Um, also, one of my favorite performances, one of our favorite performances, was actually Big Sean. Yes, that was so bomb. Like I know he said he had the moves, but my nigga literally <laughs> had the moves in that. Like he I was know. doing choreography. He really did, and I thought that was so cute. I love Big yes. Sean. He is adorable. He was he got on the stage by himself, and I just felt like I felt like he wasn't in the audience before the performance. I felt like he came in through the back <laughs> and was like, "Hey, can I get on stage real quick?" And they was like, "Sure." And he was yeah. like, "I got a little bop I want to show y'all." Like Eminem on like an eight mile, like yeah. he just got on the stage to start fucking it up. Yeah, he really did. Like his little his little two step and stuff, and then the the um visual in the back like really cool. that was really cool I, re- I well I saw him in concert and it was really his visuals were really nice like right. I was like whoa he really wants some art shit and you need that as a rapper cause like a lot of them yeah. don't really dance like that's why I appreciate Kanye West so much because mm-hmm. he don't do choreography he don't have background dancers but his visuals it's an experience yeah it and is and that's why you can tell that Kanye is kind of his mentor mm-hmm. so cause sometimes we can forget because you don't see them together ever yeah <laughs> but no that was like a Kanye move right there that really was and Mary J. Blige showed up showing us that pretty much divorce does nothing but the body well. Yes, I'm about to get divorced to who? I don't yeah. know. I'm about to say, if anybody wants to divorce me, I'm ready. Because her body. And so are my ass. Because. <laughs> On point. And Mama. that glittery suit, like she had. She had her ex-husband and his feelings, okay? Yes. First of all, who oiled her up? Because whatever the hell they had her on, like, she was glistening. That like, was some immaculate was, coconut oil. I feel like they found that shit in, like, a cave in Kenya somewhere. Yeah. Like, they <laughs> dug it up, and, and they, like, she had to, like, sell one of her relatives to get that oil. Because her skin looked amazing. It did. She looked, oh, so beautiful, even, and brown. Like, and mom is in her 50s. Like I cannot believe it. Like, she she's, she me. could be our mother. Actually. Is Mary J. Blige in her 50s or is she in her 40s? I don't know. She's up there. Like, she's she an auntie. She's, she not she's auntie approved. Yeah, she And really she is. looked better than me. So, she I'm, like, so happy for her. But, yeah, her ex was in his feelings. She yeah. didn't even say nothing. She didn't. The thing is, like we were saying, Mary has been singing hurt songs like that forever. So, exactly. it's like, okay, granted, y'all are going through this. That song might not even be about you. It might be about some nigga in the 90s. Like, and it could have been worse. Like, I exactly. thought this was just going to come on stage with, like, that black towel around, I mean, that black scarf around her head and the black lip stick, like, singing No More Drama. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, not going to cry. Like, she could have made it hurt. Exactly. So She really could have made it hurt. Like, I wasn't crazy about the song she performed. Yeah. But the delivery and how she looked, I was here for that. But that's how you know a hit dog will holler. <laughs> Damn. Well, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Speaking of, like, aunties and mamas, escape. Yes, they really... You know what really was eye-opening for me for that <laughs> performance? It was eye-opening. Because I watched Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I realized <sighs> Candy can't fucking sing. She sounded like a damn goat. I was and like, the what bitch the had the nerve to stand up to try to project. Because I'm you like, know but you she know what? To... She can write her ass off. Nobody can take that from her. She can write her ass off. Well, that's what she I don't know if she was just like... You know, because I, I don't know what it's like to be a singer. I don't know if she just was, like, excited or she just was, like... <laughs> if you can sing, you can she sing, She was though. drinking a lot that last night. But when she got... I'm like, her vocals not really hit like that. But then I know I keep on talking about my mom. But my mom knows Escape because, you know, she grew up in the area. <laughs> she said but, she wasn't that one. She said that the two sisters are the ones who carried that group. And that was very clear. Because, like, like... The sister with the bob was, like... I did not come here to play with you hoes. Like, didn't. I did not come here to, you know, this isn't a reunion. Like, I'm trying to go back on tour. Exactly. Especially the one with the blind, like, Bob, she was actually the first one out her seat. Exactly. Before Candy, because she was really ready to go and, off. But um, the Tiny, I thought she sounds cute. Tiny sounds the way she talks. And yeah. that's fortunate for her, because she has a cute little voice. Yeah. She sounds great, But though. I was very shocked at um, Candy. I was very, I was shocked <laughs> and ruhalled. I was. Yeah. I was very very caught off guard. I, that was an eye-opening situation for me because I'm just hearing all this stuff, candy, candy, this, this, and a third. She does this. But I'm like, but she can write her ass off and yeah. I, nobody can take that from her. But when she made that noise, like she howled. I thought somebody like yeah. made, like dropped a mic on her foot or something, but, like the way she screamed. But you know what it sounded like? It sounded like to me when she was like arguing with Portia. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I had that in my mind and then I heard that and I'm like, wait, is she, is they arguing again? That's what I thought. I'm like, oh no, she's she just, singing. Um, 
She yeah. just know. She just know. Yeah. But um, it was just a bunch of groups getting together, like new edition. Yes, and I'm really the pro- those. You know what? That was emotional. Yes. I felt like because a lot, mainly all of them have been on crack. So yeah, except for uh, what's it, Mike? Uh, yeah, I think so. Tall, tall, quiet one. He is yeah. the only one who said, I'm a mom, my goddamn business. I'm not in here to be the star. And was Johnny Gill, I don't know his whole thing either. I'm just learning that Johnny Gill was in a group when the movie came out. I never <laughs> yeah. put two, two together. I, I didn't either. So that was like, the, that movie did a lot for me. But just kind of seeing like the, the kids who played them in the movie and the young men who played them in the movie and then them all perform in those that white was, suits. Yes, and they all like talented black emotional. men. That was so that was very great. I like that. That was cute. What's up with Ralph? That hat, like, what the hell, my nigga? Like, he looked like he was on the corner of, like, the avenue, like, playing dice or <laughs> he something. He looked like Oscar Proud. He did. He looked ridiculous. <laughs> and then on top of that, like, he has had he has to be on drugs because and it's bad. Because like Bobby Brown looked at him like you good. Yeah, he like, if like, Bobby Brown look at you and is concerned, you might be down low. Exactly. Like he looked like he sell Lucy's and he do hat cab at the same time. Yeah, it's that's just, his hustle. That's he it. gonna tell his kids and y'all just want y'all to know. As soon as this new edition <laughs> stuff over, I'm gonna be back in y'all life. Like my nigga, new edition hasn't <laughs> been popping since the '90s. They shouldn't have been taking any of your time. Exactly. If you wasn't around your kids recently. <laughs> Within the past five years, it's because you're on drugs and you chose them over your children. Like, his kids yeah. were looking like, yeah, nigga, you said that last year. I'm about to like, say, and they all probably in their 30s. Like, they don't even need you no more, my nigga. They got their own, own kids to worry about. Like, Ralph, do better. Yeah. So, but they they really did do well. And I was so excited to see SZA because that was my first time seeing her on TV perform. Yeah. She came on that stage. You know, they fucked her up a little bit at first. Yeah. But she... She, she recovered. Good. She recovered really good. She Cause did. my ass would have had a meltdown. Like I, would, they would have been like SZA, and I would have been nowhere to be found. I know that would have really ruffled my feathers if that happened to me. But and she looked so cute. Motocross princess vibes. Like, yes. It was oh so my cute. gosh. I like. I need those pants. Like I need that whole outfit. But like <laughs> you wouldn't. Be, I, you should never be allowed to have those pants. Because I would not know how to act in those scenes. No, I picture you doing that dance. What's it called when like people drop low, like they kick their foot oh, out? Oh yeah, like they do, like at the Jewish wedding. <laughs> yeah. I would be doing that in those pants. But yeah, she looked so cute and she sounds really nice. I know some people were talking about the way she, you know, pronounces things, but you know, it's cool. Like, but whatever. that's all you got to do. Like honestly, a lot of people don't realize that. Like, yeah, she's talented, but she's also like different and unique. Like, I'm 100% sure that if I was invested in music and if I knew how to pronounce things way more different than anyone else, I could. And you got to be like funky, you know? You got to be funky. You got to own it and you just got you know, you just got to rock it out. Whatever that means. <laughs> You just, yeah, you just you gotta rock just it. have to rock it Let out. it rock. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Chance the Rapper, he had a chance <laughs> to be uh, recognized. And that, our nigga, man, he is another one that just got me feeling like I'm not qualified to be 24. Exactly. Like, I need to be doing more. He is, and the thing is, he wouldn't even... He seemed like such a nice person and he wouldn't even care. Like, he was like, you know, everybody is different, you know, different steps in their lives. Exactly. But, but I he, still be like, no, but I, you care more than me about doing good things. I really just want to be friends with him. Like, he is just such a positive person. He just makes me so happy. Yeah. He talks like so elegant. Like, he really speaks. Exactly. Like, I feel like I could learn a thing or two from him. <laughs> My favorite part is when he was like, gas me up. Gas. Yes, I Thank love Thank you, that. because that is going to be the caption for at least 17 pictures this summer. <laughs> I really, Chance. like, I'm just thinking about him, and I'm just getting so warm inside. Because like, you know what? A I lot, love that guy. Every, you know, like, when you go to school with niggas, like, it's always one kid that can really, really make it and be popular, band themselves, and being positive. Yeah. And, like, for us, I think Salim. Like, we went to a school with a boy named Celine. Yeah. He was just positive. And Kaide. Yeah. They just yeah, are themselves. And I'm literally just shouting these guys' names out like y'all know. I'm about to say, but, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm talking to you. I forget that this mic is here. Like, I really do. But it was these these two guys who were so accomplished. And they never tried to be down. They never tried to be yeah. tough. And, like, they were so positive. Yet, it wasn't annoying. Because yeah. I know positive people who tried that same thing. And I'm like, why don't you just fucking go away? <laughs> like, stop being so positive. Yeah, because it's like they don't make you feel like you crap. 
you're crap, but you still feel like crap because you're like they're better. Yeah, and you know it. Yeah, but they so that's just genuine people. Chance, Chance the Rapper is really, really great. And, really, and if he need a babysitter, like, I'm definitely here. Exactly. Like, I'm not even, like, attracted to him. I just want to be his friend. Like, Yeah, I really want to be I just want to eat Pop-Tarts and, like, watch TV and, like, do, like, <laughs> shit that I should have, like, I wanted to do when I was 12 with him. But why not do it now? Exactly. Take a chance. <laughs> so, the highlight... The <laughs> highlight of the night for me was when Remy Ma won Best Rapper, Best Female I Rapper. I was very shocked. Even though, like, you know, I um, I felt indifferent because I, lo- cause I listened to Cardi B's album, and I yeah. just love Cardi B, and I really wanted that for her. And Young M.A. came out, like, guns blazing yeah. this year. It was the first year in at least five years where Nicki Minaj had actual competition. Yeah, Because exactly. for the past few years, like, I mean, Trina was make dropping stuff, but she wasn't and on Trina, no serious she, stuff. Like, um, Trina was, Trina didn't, you know, but she didn't BT show did, because they tried to play her, they didn't nominate yeah. her for that. Was that, that, that was very corny. That was corny, but like, I feel like last year, like, Dej Loaf came through, but this year, yeah. Cardi B, Young M, like, it wasn't pity, like, nominees just so Nicki is not in there by herself. Yeah. Like this year, it was some real stuff. And somebody was like, "Well, what did Remy release besides like? First of all, what the hell did Nicki um, release other than features? Because she like her album was for last year. Was yeah. it Pink Print? No, that was um because I went to the Pink Print tour. So that was and I went to that tour in 2015. So so the Pink Print. What I'm saying is she wouldn't have been winning an award for the pink print yeah, this year. No, so that means whatever she, Nikki released after the pink print, yeah. which was a bunch of features yeah. on other people's shit, and it wasn't even her best features. Yeah. Nikki released her best features before she had an album. And I understand, like, she was hungry and also Safari was writing mm-hmm. her stuff. But, like, <laughs> Remy came hard this year. She came out of jail. Yeah. And she had something to prove. And she won Fair Square. And it's, yeah, it's just a BET award. And she Fine. looks very, she looks very pretty too. She looked amazing. I'm tired of people talking about how she looks just because she's not light skinned. Like, I'm tired. That's what it, that's what it that's is. Because she's not skinny, too. she's not young, and she's not light skinned. A lot, a lot of people try to pretend that no, it's, it's not, not to be. That. But y'all but calling her is. a man. Y'all saying shit like that. Why y'all calling her a man? Y'all calling her a man because she don't have these uh, Trinidad features that Nicki Minaj had. Like, you can't, like, they don't say that about nobody else. But Yeah, they, a lot of people always say it about dark skin women. That's the first thing that they say about this woman. You mm-hmm. look like Serena a man. Serena Williams. You look like a, 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 like some a man. Ty- or some type of animal or whatever right. like that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just terrible. So, you know what, Remy? Congrats. They must be dumb. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. They're fucking dumb. And to everybody who was just a little bit sick about Nicki Minaj um, not winning, like, DM her and tell her to come harder. And, and the thing is, it's not a big, if it's not a big deal, then why are you, like, upset? Right. It's not a, and it it's is not a, a big deal. She she performed at another award show, the NBA Awards recently. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a big deal. So it isn't. And it's not going to make her break her. And I still like her, but she needs to come harder. Yeah, just let her have her shot. But even though I still want a Cardi B to win. That's okay. I wanted uh, Remy Ma to win because of this whole situation, just to prove that it's not about popularity, it is about talent, and when someone does better, they should get more. Yeah. So, I'm happy for that reason. Um, Yeah, like I said, all in all, it was a good show. Leslie did good, you know what I mean? I actually, I chuckled. You know? Yeah, she 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 did good. She I feel did. like all hosts are just ass these days. It's it's really hard to host an award show. Yeah, like, I want my goal is to one day host an award show. So I don't like to talk too much shit, but <laughs> I just feel like she could have. I, I don't know. No, she really did a good job saving it when a technical difficulty yes. happened with SZA. She did a really good job. Of saving I'd have been it. shaking in my goddamn britches. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh my, because you don't know how long that technical difficulty exactly. is gonna last. And she didn't seem to break a sweat. She was really carrying it. So. Yes, good job, Leslie. Yeah. She just was herself. Exactly. All right, so let's talk about a little bit more mess, okay? So, <sighs> <laughs> this was like my favorite. This is going to be my favorite tea that we spilled th- yeah, thus far. This is the wildest thing that happened in 2017 to me because <laughs> it's just like, like it makes me so excited when I see exactly what happened and I wasn't there. <laughs> All right, so, you know, apparently Meek Mill's squad <laughs> jumped Safari, okay? So, before we seen the video, we just see, like, Safari with the camera so close to his face. And he's just like, you know, them niggas jumped me. <laughs> the niggas jumped me. Like, they ain't shit. It's corny.
morning. He got his all white on. Because you know what? You could tell Safari was just so happy to finally book an event. Is Even that- if it was just coming to a party, he was happy to be like, look at me standing on my own two feet, thriving and- without Nikki. Like, he was so proud. And also, the you know, the first thing that I saw was him running. It just was like a video of him running. Oh, but- and then I saw the one that him but in wait, the car. But wait, before the video was even released, you know, it's this rumor circulating around yeah. that Meek Mill, you know, jumped, uh, helped jump safari. But Meek go, man, I'm in the studio with this super, like, picture that you get off Getty. It's like yeah. a picture of him in the studio. <laughs> and I'm like, nigga, this literally could have been from four <laughs> years ago. But he like, I ain't jumped nobody. I'm in the studio. Literally four seconds later. <laughs> TMZ releases a video of Meek Mill getting out the car on scene. Yeah, the camera was so close to him. And also then the shade room, like, broke it down. They, like, showed the the uh, jacket that he had on, like, where he got it from. Like, I'm like, you was there, my nigga. Like, he really just lied. And it made it Listen, funnier to me. <laughs> like, why would you lie? I feel like this. If Meek said he wasn't there and he was at the studio... Then he wasn't there, <laughs> and he was at the studio. I don't care what the video said. I, don't, I know I saw it too, but he said he wasn't there. So what you gonna do? That was so. And let's just say hypothetically, let's just say he was there, right? <laughs> but then like the way he looked, he yeah. like, he looked like oh shit, I gotta pull that picture out so they can yeah. think I was in the studio. Like his his mind no, was already moving. I felt like he was looking like <laughs> you know you about to get fucked up, right? Because they cut back and you see like Safari, you saying Bolton, and it's just it's just so funny. <laughs> that was so nutty like he really just ran like ain't no way I would have been swinging so quick I would have exactly. been y'all screaming y'all me up like I'm sorry and then you know what's even cornier his man jumped in it and so far was still, still running, running. He you was supposed running. to ride when your man's ride I don't like, know how and he's supposed to be from Queens what? and he's supposed to be Jamaican like and you ain't rapping for nobody like listen here's my thing Run initially because you're afraid. Like, I guess I get that. Like, it, it's just, you know, nature versus nurture. Yeah. But when you turn around and you see your man there for you, like, let's just say I'm getting fucked up, right? And I see you there. <laughs> I'm probably going to be like, all right, at least we're getting fucked up together. <laughs> like, I'm not going to keep running and leave you. Exactly. Like, that's so cool. And then he try, then he get in the car and make that video. He like, spite me one-on-one. Blah, blah, you would have still ran. You're fast My ass. nigga, where was all that macho-ness when? <laughs> <laughs> where was it at? <laughs> Where was that at? <gasps> Yo, and then, like, my thing is, like, all right, I mean, you didn't even have to lie because you didn't do anything, technically. Like, yeah. all you did was stare at him. Cause, like, <laughs> and it's not even no correlation between, I think it was staged. Let's just say if it did happen. Yeah, let's just say and, like, they have there. a, and they had, like, a collaboration album when they come out, like, with some Jay-Z right. and like, Kanye shit. <laughs> I feel like Meek was like, listen, man, since Nikki left you, you ain't getting no play. And since she left me, I've been getting less play. So we got to join forces. To get some play. Yeah, that shit was weird. Like, it but, was too perfect. Like, <laughs> and I got so much satisfaction from it. That's why I think it wasn't real. Like, I was so <laughs> satisfied. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, I believe whatever Meek Mill say, he's from Philly. Like, and he's from North Philly. So, if he said he was in a fucking studio, he was in a studio. That's just how I feel. He was in a studio. Okay, so people can argue <laughs> for the rest of their lives, but whatever. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. So, all right, now we're going to... Move on from tea time this week. We just covered so much so quick, and I'm happy we actually got to everybody. But now we're gonna move on to the sunken place, and we have two uh, two rappers. I mean, not a shocker. Not yeah. a shocker. Two rapper. rappers in the sunken place, huh? Who's I mean, one is a rapper, and one is just an angry old man. Yeah. <laughs> An angry old guy. And that angry old man needs to pump it down. His name is Joe Button, okay? So, all right, let me just say that Joe Button is sad because he's nice. Like, he's actually a good rapper, but he's a perfect example of how you can have it all. You can have skills, you can even have like a platform, but that it factor if you don't have moxie or whatever the fuck you need to exactly. have it's not going to happen for you and he should have just moved on and been a host or a dj but yeah. you know he keep trying to force music and more importantly he keeps trying to be like a muted music critic like no you're not ll cool j shit like changi even <laughs> changi could come on the scene and get somebody is some advice changi is 100 alive okay cool actually i gotta google that i'm only 70 percent sure he's alive because <laughs> i haven't heard from him in a while but i definitely gotta google that anyway joe button he is just He's a hater, okay? Recently, he definitely is a hater. Like recently, he has some shit going on with Lil Yachty. Like he got mad at Lil Yachty because, because Lil, he happy. Lil Yachty said he was happy <laughs> in an interview. He said that's bullshit. I said wow. Lil Yachty said I am happy. Man. <laughs> 
when that man got up and said that's bullshit, I was like, wow. It's like, what's so hard to believe about a young nigga being happy out here? Like, that what was, is so hard that to believe? That was deep. That was deep. But this this time, he's in the sunken place because over um, BT Weekend, after the BT Awards, <laughs> Miko's had an interview with some whack-ass interviewer. This Academics, guy, whoever that nigga he is. He sucked. And it's a shame when you get put on the map for being shitty. You, what'd you say, Eric? I well, you need to talk to your man. Talk you he like DJ Academics. You must not got a Twitter. This nigga be tripping. No, first of all, he gonna try to... What's the third nigga name in Migos that I don't remember? Um, Takeoff, Offset, Which Quavo. one is the one that's, you know... Um, Takeoff, that's the one that... No, sorry. No. That's Takeoff, the one that he they DJ Academics couldn't hear, okay, allegedly. So he said, what he said? I know. He said, I ain't no bad bougie. It was another bad bougie. <laughs> I heard that nigga. I, you heard what he said, pretty much. Even if you understand what he said, you could tell by his voice that he did not have a problem with, with like, not being included in bad But bougie. he was Why saying. Why would you pick that shit there? Exactly. Because he said, do I look like I was left so bad and bougie? Because I'm blinging. Like, you see the you see the fit, nigga? Exactly. And, like, all y'all mad because, like, all right, yeah, Quavo and Offset, like, they're the popular ones. Like, y'all, do I ever run through your mind that he's okay with being low key yeah because exactly. i'm sure people said the same thing about the uh, nigga in new edition um what mike yeah and look at him he's the one who had the cleanest slate and went through the <laughs> least amount of drama got married and lived the best life like sometimes people don't want to be in a mix like quavo is on some turbo stuff like how he can get into every feature <laughs> so yeah. he really is on his beyonce shit Right. He he's really he's just doing great. But anyway, husband. Joe Button, like, I don't even know what he said, but he was just backing like a bitch. He was being bitchy towards he was them. Like, Regina George style. Yeah, cause DJ Academics was accent. Um he was asking to take off that, like, when you went to jail, you know, they left you off bad and bougie. And then he said what he said. And then um, Joe Button was like, wrap it up. Like, he was talking to DJ Academics saying that, like, wrap this up. And then... <laughs> My husband, but no, no, no. Quavo was he like he walked away in the middle of their interview. Yeah, which but he, he so said that. But he said wrap it up before he walked away. Yeah, and then they, I guess he, they was because then DJ Academics was saying he was like, man, I wish you know this is my favorite group. I wish that I could still you know talk to y'all, whatever. And then that's when Quavo, Mister Pissy Pants, Joe Button, yeah. dropped the mic. That's what, and okay, then I get it. My husband was like, <laughs> if you want to wrap it up, then wrap it up. And then ever so elegantly. <laughs> Take off, fold his uh, his, his goddamn cufflinks, his cufflinks, and was like, "Is this nigga ready to mix?" That was like no? a southern gentleman. That was beautiful. He that said, was so. Should we square up here or should we square up there? <laughs> is, what, is what my question is. That was a very elegant. That then my other man still had his mic in his hand, like he was going clocking nigga if he, he had, had to. to. And then my husband stood there, like, "Come on!" Like, he was like on some power. That was so powerful. That was a powerful that was like a moment in Black beautiful. history when all three of them stood up in unity like that, even though it was towards another black person <laughs> i just felt like it was like they really represented the struggle well somebody said they stood up in relevance order <laughs> That's, people need to just shut the hell up but like honestly joe button this is for you like you need to stop being so bitter like that you know curtis blow rapper's delight like <laughs> that's his, not coming hot hippity hop shit remember neil said that like yeah. he want he wants it to be like that guess what you missed your wave it's not you coming your back wave. on it. it's 2017 like just get with it niggas is rapping like hubba 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 and, and we i'm love with it. that chick. and i enjoy it i enjoy I every second it bangs in the club it bangs in the gym it bangs, it bangs in the car it bangs when i'm at work i be going off to 21 savage like you can't tell me that I ain't fucking with my ex bitch. Like right. I'm going off to it. And then like he's just mad, like all oh, these stupid rappers dressing like women and wearing braids and so and, 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 and being comfortable within their but sexuality. You know How fucking dare them? Like I have a beard and a bad <laughs> bitch at home, and it still didn't get you on the fucking it map. Still didn't. So it's like, why and don't you is, get off? Like of them? since Santana, she cool, but who is she? Like this bitch verified on Twitter. <laughs> the only reason bitch, why I fuck with Santana checks. is because she publicly stand for Beyonce, yeah, and true. that alone gets. <laughs> you in with me that's but like true. like i just want 
Joe Biden and Joe every- Biden. <laughs> The no, vice president. Sorry, no, I would never disrespect Joe Biden like that. Like, I'm so sorry. Joe Button. Like I really, I really want Joe Button and every other like nigga that's like super beaten on a chest, old and corny and you know, bitter, move on because new yeah. niggas, young niggas, they don't care. Exactly. They don't have that same pressure on them to be. Niggas macho is wearing like glittery pants and I love it. Yeah, like they like he really starts seething at the idea. I think he was mad because they was wearing them Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the real and he mad because Lil Yachty got red braids. Like yeah. that bothers him because he like, look at me, I'm wearing a fitted with a beard. And I'm a man. Nigga, no, but somebody on Twitter said he had his angry shirt on. They should have known because this nigga, every time he sent at me, he had that white buttoned up on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh my God. He is just, he's bitchy. And it's a shame you got to make a dollar off of being a bitch. So, yeah. you know, he's you're in a very pissy. And we don't have a bunch of time, but I have to mention Kodak Black. He is. <laughs> he is 100% in a sunken place. Um, this little goofy looking <laughs> leprechaun. This nigga is hideous. <laughs> he, he literally looks like a demon. They need to send that nigga back to jail. They they do. But you know what? He looked like somebody that will bite you. Like, you he know what I mean? looked like the shit from South Park. You know, Mr. <laughs> Hanky. Mr. Hanky. That's he looked like a little piece of shit. Like, he looked like Mr. Hanky. With the gap teeth. And he takes the gold teeth out. Like, it's worse. Exactly. It's and the worse. fact that he's talking about, I like bad, bad like, like, he said, I don't like black bitches. Like, I don't so like I'm, girls darker than me. Yeah. Like, which, like, that is rare when you find somebody darker than him. But, like, or his height i mean his uh skin tone it's like all right first of all half the time he ashy so great i just like it's just it's just bad when somebody says that they don't like women black men say that they don't like women their uh complexion and a lot of people were like well that's his preference listen man you can, your preference you, people can be been shitting, and racist, yeah racism. and people been shitting on dark-skinned women and trying to call it preference for years but when you say you don't like somebody that is your complexion or darker that mm-hmm. is self-hate it that is, is self-hate. and also pre- like people need to under- i know some people just dis- will disagree but pe- your preference sometimes is based in racism exactly. in the way that and you oppression. Fit. yeah and oppression like when people like oh yeah I don't like black women that's my preference why why you ain't like why why right. why now let me tell you something I do go for like I'm I actually am weak for dark skin men it's not even a preference at this point like they control me yeah. but with that being said yes black ass let nigga. me let you know a fine ass light skin let Drake walk up in this bitch you think I, I'm gonna be like listen man you're you're lighter than I, I have been persuaded by some yellow bones I usually do not <laughs> like like I mean not dislike but I usually don't gravitate to people that are my complexion are lighter mm-hmm. it's usually darker. So, but I don't turn them down. I'm and like, I don't no. share it. Like, I don't put it out there, yeah. man. Listen, listen. Why Why are you saying that? Like, I would never go on social media like, man, light-skinned man, man, y'all ain't for me. Because that Unless is, y'all do some fucked up shit. I just don't talk about people's complexions because, number one, they can't help it. And, two, because I know that if if you're cute enough and if you're nice enough, I'll talk to anybody. Like, exactly. that's just the truth. I will talk to a white person. <laughs> I will talk to a, I really, really <laughs> Like, I'm, like, obviously, that's not where my mind is like because I'm married to like you know like Idris Alba in my mind yeah but like <laughs> like Missy Elliott said black white Puerto Rican Chinese boys exactly. like, right dang, dang it <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel so Kodak Black oh I just want to say a funny tweet she said oh Kodak Black doesn't like dark skinned women oh who will we get our ringworms from now <laughs> That for real, because that nigga is handing out wing. I know he had a ball spot for him to ring warm in his scalp at least one time. Like his teacher had to call his mom, like, listen, okay, he can't come back. Well, they ain't got phones in the crack house. So I'm sorry. (laughs) So yeah, it's like, you know what? He deleted his Instagram because people read him to feel so bad. And I'm proud of y'all. Like, y'all should read him. And hopefully he just go back to jail. Or to hell. He's a demon. And like he just looks terrible. He is. So bye, Kodak Black. I'm I'm done with you. I'm done with Joe Button. And we're done with the sunken place for today. Yep. So we're moving on to common sense, sis. Yes. And today we're going to talk about something that's like super, super, like it's something we both had to deal with and it's kind of what brought us together as friends. Exactly. And also like we had to deal with it on different like degrees and it's, we're calling this the Oreo complex. So if you don't know what an Oreo is, what people call black people who quote unquote 
act white. So you're AKA. black on the outside, white on the inside. So, you know, if you was like me, you like Lizzie McGuire growing up, you know, you know yes, what this I shit had, is like. I had people say that I was a Oreo because I drank water. <laughs> um, that's not okay. No matter what your race is, you should be drinking water. <laughs> you should be drinking water. That's not up for debate. I'm but, sure you die if you Yeah, me, exactly. So. But, like, especially I, if you know me, you know that I was, like, into, like, hardcore, like, heavy metal and, like, screamo and heavy um, emo music and things like that. And... Hot topic, even though I still dress like that, I still am, <laughs> and I'm not ashamed. I'm still a scene kid, 100%. And like, you know, how I used to get made fun of for like wearing vans and things like that. And you know, back then it used to make me really angry because like a lot of the things were coming from people that looked like me. And I'm like, I like rap and stuff too, um, but I just like this stuff more at this moment. And it kind of made me angry, a lot of anger, like, you know, built up anger. And so I started projecting instead of, you know, I, it's still a form of insecurity. A lot of people don't think so. But I started projecting and thinking, oh, y'all going to make fun of me. So now I'm going to pick out like of your flaw. People. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like black people anymore and I'm going to pick out your flaws and I'm going to say that I'm better than you because I do x y and z I know how to talk around people and things like that but then the real kicker (laughs) college that kicked my ass I realized that the same niggas that um you know that was from the projects to white people uh we ain't no different Mm -hmm. so uh that was really eye-opening so Like, we, again, we had, like, such similar backgrounds growing up. Like, we both grew up with, like, even though my parents weren't together, they, like, co-parented to perfection. Yeah. You mm-hmm. grew up in a household where your your parents were married. Like, my mm-hmm. mom, I, I grew up in North Philly, but my mom picked me up from school every day. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom made sure that we ate dinner at that table every night. Normal shit. Normal shit. Yeah. But, you know, you tell people things like that at school and you don't know at the time but they come from broken homes and they're they're making fun of you now you know you don't talk like them because my mom is not gonna have me was not gonna have me walking around talking slang it just wasn't gonna be what it was and the people that I watched on TV that's so Raven Lizzie McGuire they didn't talk like you know slang penny proud they didn't talk like that and that's how I I spoke so I can just remember like one time I was in middle school and like I like met this guy from like an older grade he was like eighth grade and I was talking to him he's like oh my god you talk so white and I can remember saying thank you. And I was just like, I look back on that and I was th- I think to myself, why did I say thank you? And why did he say that as a compliment? Because yeah. speaking white means talking better. Exactly. And, you know, I, 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 I was hearing that from the time I was in middle school and the time I was in high school. So by the time I got to 12th grade, I was like, I can't wait to leave y'all niggas alone. Y'all keep talking about me, yeah. saying that I'm not black enough, I'm not this, I'm not that, and I don't fit in all the way, even though I, we were the shit in high school and we had a yeah. good amount of friends, but to a degree, we just could not relate. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't wait to go to my state school out in central Pennsylvania until my ass got out into them sticks <laughs> and I realized that, wow, like, it is a such thing is you know I think Earl Sweatshirt said it or Tyler created one where it's just like where you are just too too white for the black kids and you're too black for the white kids and it's just confusing yeah and the simple solution is to just you know love yourself it's just and take pride because like now that's why I'm just so prideful in black culture because I spent so like much of my youth just hating it being and being and yeah being resentful and being embarrassed and things like that and thinking that you know white people were the end all they were better because like it's weird because when I was a kid I used to picture myself in my head going to college but I used to picture myself as a white man oh my god when I was a, when I was younger I used to picture myself as white but. I just I just thought that when I got to college, all the white people were going to embrace me. Yeah, that's how I felt. But it actually, they made me feel like so uncomfortable. Yeah, they made me feel like I was um they was bitting on me on the stage <laughs> like and like get out like I'll take you know twenty five hundred for that Negro's booty and like stuff like that because I remember like 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> this white girl like smacked my butt before and was like, yeah. oh, it jiggles or whatever. And I just felt so, and I felt like if I said something, then I would be a bitch or things like that. And like, I didn't even talk my first two years of college. I didn't talk in class because I didn't want to come off as, and because in, in art school, most of your classes are critique classes. Yeah. So you have to get feedback and things like that. And I didn't want to speak because I didn't want to call, come off as angry or bitter or like the way some words I didn't know. And I didn't want to come off as ignorant and people like, what the hell did she know? Because right. I had, I wrote actually an essay in college about my, how poor my education was mm-hmm. and the things that I didn't know. And, you know, my teacher didn't feel that sorry for me. He gave me a C, but <laughs> I swore I was, like, on some Coach Carter shit. Like, he was going to be like, at least you try, you know, hey, but he gave me a C, but, you know, fuck that teacher. It's bold yeah. as hit. But, yeah, I thought that I was going to, in college, like, I thought the white people were going to be like, oh, like, yeah, this person. Come hither, nigger. Like, yeah. let us embrace thee. But all they did <laughs> was, was ask about my hair. Exactly. Or make me feel like a spectacle. Exactly. Like, oh, my God, you can't even walk in a party when, like, as a black person in the majority white party, they look at you like, yes, she's going to twerk. So it's like, yo, and, like, at first I embraced it. I'm like, yeah, like, look at me, the center of attention. And then you kind of have that moment where all of a sudden you relate to Dave Chappelle where he was saying how, you know, the reason why he stopped the Chappelle show was because he was, like, you know, doing some, like, coonery scene that he was okay with doing. Yeah. But then he looked and he saw a white person on his production team laughing at him. And all of a sudden, it didn't feel the same way. Yeah. It didn't feel like, oh, my God, like, I'm in charge of this and this is my art. Like, you kind of just feel like you're there as, as you know, their spectacle. It kind of, like you said, it goes back to Get Out where you just feel like people are bidding on you. Mm-hmm. But it's just really dangerous to have that, you know... Oreo complex when people say, oh, you're black on the outside, but you're white on the inside. Stop not- giving everything good to white people about black people. If you Preach. meet a, a black girl and she's well-spoken, don't ever say that she sound white or don't ever call her white girl and think that shit is cute. And don't think that we have to act a certain way accordingly to appease them. Exactly. You can act however you want because no matter how you act, they are still going to judge you. I was in the class when Vine first came out. Rest in peace, Vine. Yeah, when Vine came out, I was in my um, my screenwriting class, and this white girl is sh- literally shoving her phone in my face and saying, Sabrina, say something funny. Do this, do that. This white girl <laughs> oh, yeah, is shoving her phone in my face. And I told her slavery's over. And the whole <laughs> class was shook. Um, and I was literally just being, I was quiet in class, minding my business, getting my MacBook out, trying to open up my script for the critique. And this bitch is shoving her phone in my face. Like, I wasn't even acting a fool. But no matter how you present yourself, white people will always see you in the way that they have you, the, the way that they see, you know, black people act on TV or their idea of how we act. No matter, you can never Please them right. and don't try to please them. Because who gives a fuck about who them? Who gives like, a fuck Honestly, what they that's think. why this because is called they Black Girl Brunch. Because we we're not here for everything. We we're here for our Black Girl experiences. Exactly. If we ever cared about anything, the white people thought this shit would be called Girl Brunch. <laughs> exactly, and it's like I said, you will never because you know if the shoes on the other foot, they don't think that way. Like, oh, what should I do to appease? the two black um, people and things like that. Because if they did think like that, there's no reason why I should feel scared to wear my natural hair out right. on the at the first day of work and freaking out or who's going to touch it, who's going to ask me this. Who's Who will gonna think I'm act- unkept? Who's going to think that, you know, I'm just being lazy? Who's not going to understand exactly. my hair, my hair texture? Because my hair is not naturally straight. Yeah. And, you know, also like a message for, you know, the black people who were bullied by other black people growing up. Like, you know, it's so funny how we all seem to grow up and find each other somehow. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm friends with nothing but, you know, black kids who were kind of shunned for their interests growing up because they like, you know, you know, Lizzie McGuire and, you know, all that shit. And Metallica. That, you know, yeah, <laughs> Metallica, you know, the Spice Girls 
and sink and all kitchen and that white exactly. mainstream kitchen that we that we <laughs> shove down our throats. Like to all of you, like most of us have grown up enough to like you know get over it and really understand that like you don't blame your community for ignorance because those kids were going through something that we still can't really understand and they grow up and they become ignorant teen parents and we you know that's on them. That's their thing. You know what I mean? But. Sorry if you're a teen parent, by the way. That wasn't anything bitter. I'm just saying, like, I think it's so funny how a lot of the people who are mean to me yeah. are, like, popping out their, like, at least their fourth right now. Yeah. So, you know, that's revenge. That's karma. <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah. But, like, do not get it confused and start hating your own people because that you were bullied by other kids. Like, you know what I mean? Hating your race is so 2004. Like, it's old. It's old. And you should know better at this point. If you're past the age of 20 years old, you need to get real with the people. And guess what? It's still times where I walk in with my natural hair and I get a side eye from a black person before I get one from, like, you know, a white person. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, it's problems within our community. But guess what? That's locker room fucking talk. Exactly. You don't you don't publicly start bashing black people when Black Lives Matter happens. Like, oh, but we kill our own people. No, no, no. The Oreo complex can do that to you, where you'll start feeling that way, but don't do it. But also, like, and think you have to think um, when they look at you like that is because white supremacy is such a huge thing. Mm-hmm. It's like we think that only this way is right. Like, you have to wear your hair straight on the first day of work right. or at work in general, or you have to do this and you have to carry yourself in this way because you're a appeasing to white supremacy right and like honestly that's called being an apologist like don't don't apologize for being black exactly and i feel so much more free and so much more light because i have given up that way of thinking there's so many other things that i have to worry about and that's one that i don't want to have to worry about is worrying about these this culture of people that look at me a certain way because of the skin color that i was born with and i feel like it's just so freeing to wake up and not have that weight on your shoulders and it's a process like oh my god like i did not wake up one day and stop giving a fuck about what white people thought oh my god it's been a long hard road and like it has been so long for me to wear my natural hair out it has been so long for me to publicly talk about you know black lives matter with having like my friends from work Mm -hmm. you know following me it's been so hard for me to name my podcast black girl brunch yeah you know because you know when you were the one who was like no it's called black girl brunch because who cares if we say black because you know what i did today black is not a slur it's not a slur. And I went to E! News today, and I scrolled down their feed for a few minutes, and that's time that I scrolled down. I've seen maybe four people of color, mm-hmm. and out of those four people, maybe two of them were black. And mm-hmm. out of those two people that were black, only one of them was a woman. So there's a need for our stuff and our business, and that's why I, if, if it's black, I'm going to let you know it's black because our shit is hard to find mainstream. Exactly, and representation matters because that's that's why, I, like, for instance, people like SZA and like little, even little Uzi are so important to me because when I was younger, I didn't really, you know, have that like, the you know, e- even it, the weird black because like, I mean, I did grow up listening to Prince, but that was way beyond me. So I couldn't really take it in because mm-hmm. they weren't, you know, my age. But like when I found out that Jada Pinkett was in a heavy metal band, that was I was so happy, mm-hmm. and when I was in, uh, you know, middle school, and I found that out, cause I'm like, wow, like I, she's somebody that she comes from, you know, an area that's similar to me. She's not from the suburbs, right? And she still, you know, has this love for, um, heavy metals, How just she like me. Her kids, amazing. Yeah, Khalees was that girl for me. Khalees exactly. was my Khalees, first Khalees like also. black girl that. Khalees was my first black girl that I was like, wow, like this is somebody who is still within the culture, but doesn't fear going outside of the, you know, the Maya, the Nibia, the Brandy, the Monica complex. And Solange came after. Exactly. And it's so like, you know. Erica Badu too. Erica Badu been not giving a fuck. She did. I love it. And like. Also, like, for me, it's because, imp- like, you know, when I was growing up, like, I looked up to people um, like Marilyn Manson and mm-hmm. to see, like, you know, a little Uzi, like, loves Marilyn Manson. But he also is, like, into rap and things like that. I was like that. So, like, yeah. that's very important to me. I'm like, wow. I wish, like, something like that was around when I was a kid. Exactly. So, that's just appreciate them now because representation really does matter and it helps it helps the process of self-love when you see representation. That's why it's so important 
to just celebrate blackness whenever you can. And, and don't apologize. And do not apologize for it. Because they ain't going to apologize when they don't include your ass. Don't ever forget why we do what we do. It's because we weren't included before. Exactly. So, with that being said, this episode of Black Girl Brunch is coming to a close. This yeah. was I, I really had fun this episode. It was a tough one. Like, I'm still thinking yeah. about my favorite Beyonce song. I know. That was a, that was a hefty one. So, what are you doing this weekend? What's coming up this week? Um, in my Rihanna voice, work, 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 work. Because I bitch got to do lesson plans now. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, but. Man, I'm trying to plan my party. Like, you know, I'm try- I need to get me a side hustle or something. Because this party is going assistant. to be extra. You know, this party <laughs> is really going to be extra. Like, I'm already planning two outfit changes. Like, I'm planning, like, photo shoot. Like, I'm I want to get a projector on the block. This is going to be a night block party. The theme <laughs> is All of the Lights by Kanye West. So, you guys, please shoot me any ideas on my <laughs> personal social media at Imamate on Instagram and Twitter. And also, uh, well, it's time for shout outs. First oh, yeah. of all, I want to give a shout out to Chanel because yes, on Twitter, no, <laughs> Twitter, she had us fucking dying through the BT Awards. Yes. I'm like, no, you need to. I, I wanted to put her on the Black Girl Brunch, like Twitter, like, no, you start just pump out the tweets because she had us dying. Exactly. Also, we want to give a shout out to Demetra and Jerome yes. and Tristan because you guys have been showing us so much. Yes, love. And thank y'all so much. And thank you to the new people following us on Instagram that I don't know how y'all found us. So that means we're doing something right. So yes, thank, thank you. you. Oh, also, shout out to Devante. I don't think we gave a shout out. Oh, yes, for always no. sending me clips of myself talking like, yeah, I'm listening to my bitches. First of all, <laughs> Shout out to fucking Devante, okay? Because, no, like, Devante has been our cheerleader way before the shit. Devante been our campaign manager when we was running for president and vice president yes, in high school. like, so, for real, for real. Thank you so much for everything you do, Devante. And make sure you guys follow us on Black Girl Brunch and on Instagram and... And with my personal on Twitter, <laughs> on the Twitter, and my Twitter is... Well, my personal Twitter is glutenfrida underscore and the black girl brunch twitter is blk girl brunch okie doke so that ends it for this week's show peace see y'all